How's that everyone? Welcome to the Super D Podcast. And today we're going to be doing something I've been wanting to do for a very long time. We're going to break down the Batman Caped Crusader panel at the DC Fandom. Now, full disclosure, I actually already saw this trailer, but I actually wanted to break it down and give my personal thoughts about it. As you know, DC's coming out with a new Batman series. It's basically... It's kind of like what Bruce Tim. Well, it is made by Bruce Tim, but it's kind of what Bruce Tim wanted to do in the '90s. You know what? I'll, I'll I'll break it down as soon as I play the video. It is time to check in on the man himself. The 1990s award-winning show Batman: The Animated Series was the first introduction to this iconic character for many current Batman fans. Fans were excited that original series creator Bruce Timm will be teaming up with James Tucker and two of the biggest names in television and film, J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves, to reimagine the series for a new generation. Okay, as you can see, that's why I'm very much um, concerned about this series because J.J. Abrams is involved and Matt Reeves only just got into the Batman scene so we don't really know exactly what the new Batman movie is going to be capable of or how well it's going to do he's just a part of it for some reason so and, and to be honest I don't really know the whole idea or like the whole job of a producer all I know is that they help make generate money for the show but I don't know how much creative input they have so I'm a little bit worried because I think they might have some creative input, but I'm not fully sure. So let me figure out exactly how to up the volume. Check in with that dynamic group and see what they have planned for Batman Cape Crusader. I'm J.J. Abrams, uh, executive producer of Batman Cape Crusader. Okay, this is, I'm going to go back into J.J. Abrams. The reason why I'm so afraid of J.J., not afraid, you know what, that's a weird word, but the reason why I am concerned with J.J. Abrams' involvement because of his track history with movies and um, other properties. Like, he didn't really do a good job on Star Trek, I believe, and he did a horrible job on Star Wars. And, you know, it, yeah, that was not a good movie. You know, I remember seeing it and thinking, oh, okay, that's all right. But, you know, this guy has, like, a very Hollywood mindset, and I am worried what his plans are for this series. And uh, judging by his tweets, I do feel like he might have some ulterior motive like most Hollywood producers would have in this day and age. So I am kind of concerned for what's going to happen in this show or how the direction they're going to basically tear in this. I'm Bruce Tim, executive producer of Batman Cape Crusader. I am Matt Reeves, executive producer of Batman Cape Crusader. Hi, I'm James Tucker, and I am a co-producer on Batman King Crusader. I'm Bruce Tim, executive producer of... Okay, he's executive producer. Then who's going to be writing this series? I mean, he basically wrote... I think he wrote and basically... I think... Did he write... I think he wrote Batman Cape... No, not Batman. Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he wrote Batman the Animated Series. He was heavily involved in that. But Bruce Tim's been taking a back seat as far as like creative input has gone. Well, I'll take that back. I'm going to get into one of his dumb creative inputs as the show goes on, as this whole video goes on. So just give me a minute. I'm sorry if I'm stuttering. I had more notes down. I just cannot find them for some reason. Batman Cape Crusader. Hi, I'm Matt Reeves, executive producer of Batman Cape Crusader. 
James Tucker, and I am a co-producer on. Okay, I don't know too much about James Tucker. Um, for some reason, I don't know why he looks and sounds familiar, but I just don't remember him for some reason. Um, if anybody in the comments can leave something about James Tucker, that'd be great. And Cape Crusader. Warren's animation asked if we would be interested in working with. Oh, okay. I okay. I will say though, I love this picture. It's very 1939, the original Batman run. Like, this really has like a very. It's kind of, it kind of has that like, well, this is Batman the Animated Series in a sense, but it kind of has like that dark shadowy feeling. And I don't know, I, I just like the way it looks. I'm actually hoping though that this show is going to be kind of like a younger Batman taking on crime. Like, I always like that concept of the, of Bruce Wayne in like his mid or early 20s or I know he was, I think he was in his mid-20s when he fought crime. I'm pretty sure he was 25 when he started being Batman. But I like the Bruce Wayne when he was in his 20s concept of fighting crime as Batman. Like, he's still young. He's still got it. Um, the one thing I always felt like Batman the Animated Series did was just show us Bruce Wayne in his 30s through 40s. Like, I always felt like it was just showing us that Bruce Wayne, like, a Bruce Wayne that was already kind of, like, seasoned. I'd like to see a younger Bruce Wayne... I, I don't want Matt Reeves, though, direction where he's, like, psychotic and he's still kind of dealing with some issues. I, I just want, like, a younger Batman who knows who's, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, who's in control but still learning. You know, that's kind of the way I would want them to kind of take this series. But let's see. I'm going to rewind it because I lost track of what I was. Warren's Animation asked if we would be interested in working with Bruce on a new animated Batman series. And Matt was working on the Batman film. Okay, that's how So it just felt like an opportunity to collaborate, not just with Bruce, but with one of my best friends uh, on a project that I, I knew would be incredibly meaningful to all of us. Okay, I don't know how much... <clears throat> I really don't know how much television experience J.J. Abrams have. I know he owns like a company called Bad Robot. I just don't... But I don't really know exactly how much um, television or, like, cartoon or, like, what superhero experiences he has. I am cons I am curious, though. You know what? I'm going to finish the video. I'm losing my train of thought. One of my, my, my elevator pitch versions of this show is that it's, it's more Batman the Animated Series than Batman the Animated Series. Okay, I'm curious what that means, though. Like, Batman the Animated Series is Batman the Animated Series. Like, what else are you going to... How can you make it more of what it already was? Like, what are you planning on doing with it, though? Oh, I kind of know some of the directions. I've, like I said, I've already seen the video. But I am curious, though. Curious! Stop stuttering! Man, man my tongue's kind of fucked up today, but... I am curious though. Well, not curious. I, I'm in, I'm literally in the mode of curious and concerned. Like I got a double C thing going on right now. So let's see what else he's gonna say. It kind of goes back to the original principles of the show that we originally came up with back in, in the early nineties. There was certain limitations on what we could do in terms of adult content. And okay, but this show is gonna be on Cartoon Network. How much of adult content are you going to be able to be allowed on Cartoon Network? HBO, I get, but how are you going to be able to 
allow that in a cartoon network like how much water down are you going to be able to make it for a kids network because this show is going to be a hybrid of cartoon network and hbo max and i'm curious what he what he means by adult content because you can't put that on a kids network violence and adult themes and my idea you had blood in the whole original series i mean you literally show blood splattering out of Batman's arm in Mask of the Phantasm. I don't know how much more adult or how much further you can go than that. Say, okay, it's 1990 again. I get to do what I want to do this time. And I got but do you? Do you get to do what you want? and it, Or are you going to do what the producers or the studio wants? It is in 1999. You can't get back what you created in the 90s. Or are you just, or do you have creative freedom? Does Bruce Sim still have the full creative freedom that he did back in the 90s? And he's gonna like just change things up a bit. Let's finish up this video. AJ and Matt backing me up. You know, in Bruce's world, in this new iteration, it, it's just Batman right now. There's not, the Justice League doesn't exist. There aren't any other superheroes. It's okay, Bat that's what I like though about this video is that it's going back to Batman. Like, and I'm, a, I'm still hoping that this is a younger Batman. I'm hoping that this is more of a Batman that's still that's in his 20s. He's in control, but he's still learning, like I said. I like that there's not going to be any reference to the Justice League just yet. It's just him fighting crime, which is actually a pretty good idea because it just focuses in on him. Like, you don't really, in the back of your mind, expect, oh, Superman's going to show up in, like, season one, two, or three. I mean, you know, this is, I'm see, that's what I actually don't mind. You're watching this lone figure swimming through the cesspool of gotham it's batman alone he's okay. batman i mean whether he's wearing the mask or not he's batman and bruce wayne is the mask bruce wayne okay. is a phony person he's a construction that batman has created to i like that deflect suspicion from his activities okay. so he's going to be very okay i like the fact that they're going back to that concept that bruce wayne's the mask and batman's the real persona which is weird, though, because it's Matt Reeves making this. He's already made kind of like Bruce Wayne and Batman's persona the same. You know, like the public image. Like, if you see the trailer, Robert Pattinson has the same look that he would if he was wearing the Batman mask. Low-tech initially. You know, Wait, as he on. develops as a character. I'm going to break. He's going to be very low-tech initially. Okay, I like that, too, because... It's just going to go back to basics with Batman. It's very much of a year one story where Batman doesn't have too much fancy tech, but he still has like some gadgets. He develops as a character, we'll start introducing those gadgets. And you know, the audience can see how he developed the Batmobile using different prototypes. That's part of the fun of this series is we're finding him discovering these things. Okay. I like that. Yeah, I can't see anything more than that. I, I'm wondering, though, if it's going to be connected to the original series. I heard it wasn't, but it feels like it could be. That most other Batman series, they already were there. It really is an incredibly complex psychological story about someone who, in a way, needs to be redeemed, and that's kind of what 
at least this first season's about. We've reconfigured some of the roles some of the characters have. We're starting before Batman has earned their trust and they've earned Batman's trust, so there's nothing assumed. We don't know that Commissioner Gordon will be Batman's ally. The journey of the show is to see how they, you know, eventually grow together and learn to trust or not, you know, not nothing is assumed in this series as Okay, I actually like that because it basically is going to show some form of character development. Form of, like I said, oh, I'm putting my paper down, but I like that because it shows the character development and like the partnership between Batman and Commissioner Gordon. Like I like that concept because it's going to show how he'll, how they'll both earn each other's trust. Like I like that concept of like, you know, Batman and Commissioner Gordon taking their time, like, just seeing and viewing each other and like seeing, okay, is this guy my ally or is this guy somebody I can, I would not trust with a 10 foot pole. So I like that concept and I hope they actually, I don't want them to milk it out, but I actually want them to like space it out and like just have some healthy form of development. I know you can't really, I don't think you can develop a character in a whole season, but give it time and I think they, they will see my, Tension span is slowly going. I don't know why. Like I'm running out of things to say. Is um, what we're used to seeing in the, the world of Batman. What this does is it gives us the opportunity to say, okay, well, the versions of Joker and Catwoman and Penguin, those versions that we did on Batman animated series, were were really great and iconic. But there's lots of different ways we can take those characters that we hope. Okay. This worries me. All right. This does worry me. The one thing I hope he means by this is that we'll get to see the Red Hood, like the Joker's persona before he became the Joker. Like he was a, for those of you who don't know, the Joker was, um, before he became the Joker, he was actually a supervillain known as the Red Hood. And before he fell into a vat of acid that changed his appearance. You know, I'm hoping that's what he means. I hope that's what he means. And I hope it's not going to, you know what, I'm going to, I'll get into, I'll rant about that as the video goes on. He does mention the exact thing that I'm actually going to be talking about. That we hope will be just as iconic and just as powerful. Bruce pitched the But you can't beat Mark Hamill. You can't beat Mark Hamill's performance as a Joker. I mean, he's literally the embodiment of the animated series villain. The Cape Crusader, and he had the strange day. It's powerful. Bruce pitched the concept of Cape Crusader, and he had the Strange Days short that was done for Batman. I remember seeing that like in high school. That was very old school film noir look. It was in black and white, and I think that's what really closed the deal on the pitch because um, looking at that, they could see exactly what the show was going to look like. But just so it's clear, the show won't be in black and white okay. unless I can talk Bruce into doing. I can live with that. This new iteration is very much born of a noir sensibility. Definitely heavy on the on the German expression. I like that idea, like a noir, you know, basic. <laughs> I like that noir, whatchamacallit, mystery type thing. Like he's going to be solving mysteries while also solving crime. Like I like that he's going to be more of a detective instead of a superhero. Like I, I like that concept. I, I think that's something that a lot of batman movies or shows like they utilize but they don't utilize it heavy like it's he's more of a super crime fighter which i you know you can't batman's still a crime fighter i'm just saying like it'd be nice if they could balance it out and like and have one sometimes where you like 
like they make it more presentable that he's also a detective slash film noir kind of styling set in a kind of timeless 40s world if anything Okay, this is what I was hoping, though. Like, I don't want it to be kind of like a 1940s type show. Like, I, I kind of want it to be like... Let me rewind it. I really want it to kind of like a little be, be modernized in a sense. Like, that they have like modern technology and modern clothes. But they can use a lot of like the old school stuff. Like, I feel like they could, in a way, they can just make the show like... Okay, they can have the buildings be all 1940s. Um, they can have 1940s cars. Like they can have maybe business wear. They can, business wear and like school uni private school uniforms can be like more of like a 1930s, 1940s type fashion. But like mod, like casual clothes, like or like streetwear that kids wear will be more like maybe like 90s, like because the 90s is coming back in a style. A lot of stuff. I think a little 80s too in a sense, like high-rise jeans or like you know loose fitted pants and like skater stuff like they could do that like and just mix it up like and they can have modern technology so at least it's set and they can also have modern cars but like cars from the 40s like they can they can do so much with this if they want to make it timeless i i i kind of hope they do that though like i hope they just th sit down and think okay but then again like i'm just a fan like maybe what I'm thinking about isn't a good idea, but that's just my spitball idea. Like, would be good for the show. Like, you know, I I didn't create Batman the animated. I didn't think about what Batman the animated series needed, but it still turned out to be good. Uh, until it went to, um, a little bit of the new Batman adventures, and then to Return of the Joker. Like, okay, I'll I'll get into that. Bruce Sim's gonna say something that's gonna actually. I'm gonna go on a rant of a noir sensibility definitely heavy on the on the german expressionism slash film noir kind of styling set in a kind of timeless 40s world if anything we're probably going to lean into that even more in terms of authentic clothes and hairstyles and hats and vehicles and architecture the way we deal with um the characters uh is, is going to be a quite a bit more modern in terms of inclusivity uh representation things like that okay that's what I wanted to get into. All right. He literally said the two words that made me really doubt this show. All right. He said the two words, inclusivity, but inclusivity and representation. Those are literally like the strong points of a woke culture show. This is something that I really hate about modern television nowadays is that this whole like woke concept of changing things up and like making it to fit some sort of virtue signaling like this is what i don't want in a new batman show like i don't want batman to be some sort of sjw going around like doing all this bullshit type stuff like i don't want that in a batman show i don't want that in a batman show i don't want any race baiting or stuff like that and what worries me though is that bruce tim has this weird tendency to ship characters in his own show together okay you all remember the killing joke movie right literally like they added way too much to that movie that was not in the book all right remember the batman and batgirl bruce wayne barbara gordon sex scene that's always been a problem with bruce tim like he always had to make that in his show like in fact that was kind of it, I'm not going to say implied, it was actually 
reveal that they were together, Batman and Batgirl, which is creepy because in the comics, he's more of an uncle-father figure to Batgirl. And now he's saying the two words, inclusivity and representation. Imagine what that woke mindset could do to a show like Batman Cape Crusader. Like, who is he going to put together, Batman and Robin? Are they going to go from, like, a mentor to, like, I don't even want to say it, like, some sort of uh, romantic? Are they going to make Catwoman black and transgender? Are they going to make, like, this whole series, like, a... Are they going to do what they did to Batwoman? I hope to God not. That's what worries me now is that when he said those two words, I'm going to re replay it. I didn't get that. Could you try again? I'm good, Siri. All right, then. I'm here if you need me. Even she knows how dumb this is, how dumb that is. Vehicles and architecture, the way we deal with... Um, the characters uh, is, is going to be a, quite a bit more modern in terms of inclusivity, uh, representation, things like that. Kate Crusader. Yeah, that is what worries me. I mean, he already made Batgirl and Batman together. I'm going to repeat this one more time. Imagine what that woke mindset could do. That 2021, 20, whatever far in the future this is going to be out. Imagine what that'll do to a show like this. That's what worries me. I think even Bounding Into Comics went over this. See, this is what worries me about the show. If he literally did not say that and just was like, okay, we're going to put that in, but I'm not going to put it in the interview, I would have been like, okay, I'm not as worried. But since he said those two words, that's what worries me the most about this show. And I hope to God he actually doesn't do that. And I hope he doesn't do like this... I hope he really doesn't do what he says he's going to do. I hope this is going to be like an Andy Serkis Venom fake out where Venom is not, they say Venom's gay, but in the movie, he's not gay. Like, I hope he's just saying that just to lure people in and they just like the show because it's a decent show and it doesn't have any of that political or like woke or like whatever the fuck it is mindset. That's what worries me about the show. I'm going to rewind to like that cape crusader is something that you know i feel uh honored to get to be part of the creative conversations to yeah to i don't trust that creative conversation you know the not just sorry i should have paused i should have paused i don't trust that creative conversation i know what this is gonna end. i feel like i know that now what's gonna happen all right and that's why i wanted to kind of save all of like that what i was saying about it earlier for this section of the video because that's what worries me about this get to help and and support along with matt you know the not just the vision for how they want to do it but but even in using new technologies the opportunity to okay new technologies they don't tell us what that means and another thing i worry about this show is that it's either going to be lazy 2d cell animated animation or it's going to be that whole 3d hybrid like they did with marvel's what if like i hated marvel's what ifs animation like i saw the whole show and i still hated it like i, I thought that was like the i thought that was really lazy that they did that like to me cgi should not be oh man cgi shouldn't be like for kids shows or like cgi shouldn't cgi shouldn't be for like 
TV series, man. The only exception I give to CGI is Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Like, The Clone Wars gets my free pass. But then again, it's also produced by David Filoni and, or also written and taken care of by David. Oh, my God. Imagine if David Filoni was involved in this. Imagine if they just hired Dave Filoni for everything. Imagine that. We could get, like, some pretty decent shows. The Clone Wars was the greatest show ever. Avatar was literally the greatest show ever. Imagine what Dave Filoni could do for this if he was involved. In fact, imagine what Dave Filoni could do in, like, most superhero shows if he was involved. Ah, fuck it. Anyways. Of, of literally techniques that didn't exist back when, when Bruce was doing the animated series. But he had good techniques. That's what made it so great. Those old school techniques is what made it so great. I know we can't always, we can't deny technology. Like I'm not a technology or like anti-technology person, but at some point you got to say, okay, this is too far. It's an honor and I'm thrilled to be able to work on this. But to be honest with you, the most exciting part is I can't wait to see how it turns out. I can't wait. Okay. I'm going to say this again. <laughs> I should actually screenshot this. I should screenshot this. This is actually hilarious. Pausing. Okay. We don't know how well his show... I mean, it's not a show. How well the Batman movie is going to be. We don't know how well how it's going to turn out. We only saw the trailers and there's only people saying online that it might be good. We don't know from the trailers how good it's going to be. For all we know, the trailers could be that's as good as it's going to get is in the trailers. So I don't know why they'd give him the opportunity to get involved so quickly. And that's what kind of worries me, though, is that he they jump they might have jumped the gun with guys like Matt Reeves and J.J. Abrams. See all of this come together. I, I'm a fan, and I just want to see what Bruce does. I I just love that poster, though. That's a good poster. That all sounds amazing. Batman Cape Crusader will air on Cartoon Network and HBO Max. I seriously can't wait for this one either. There's so much talent behind this series. Okay. But you guys, for those who are watching and listening, you do... I hope you guys understand my concern with this. No, I'm not saying it's probably going to be awful. It might be good. It might, but they have to make sure they don't include that woke mentality into the series. Like, I'll be okay with everything else as long as they don't include that woke, like, change everything or, like, to make everybody happy type mentality. Bruce Tim has the opportunity to give modern fans the chance to have what we had in the 90s. Like, we can actually get back that feeling again, but we can even increase it even further. And... I just hope he really, I hope he listens to the fans. Like, I hope he listens to the people that paid attention to his shows growing up that were people that loved the shows and who read the comics, who know these characters in and out, not the twatter people.
man, I hate Twitter. I call Twitter Twitter. I hope he doesn't pander to the people on Twitter. Like, that's what I don't want. I want him to care about I want him to focus in on our on the fans the people who actually made this and you know if a show's in my opinion if a show's really good you'll attract new fans regardless of what they believe in or what they're into like that's what it takes to make a good show like Cobra Kai like I've only heard like what like one article or maybe two articles but those people are bullshit complain about the show like Cobra Kai is a great show and it and it doesn't pander to anybody. It doesn't pander to any like p- group of people and stuff like that. And you know, it allow. And I know for a fact that a lot of people who aren't into that, which I don't know how to explain, but who are into that pandering love this show. Like Cobra Kai is a great show without it. But that's it for now, guys. Um, like, comment, subscribe, and leave some. Um, which Leave some comments down below about what you're going to think of what you guys think about the new Batman Cape Crusader show and talk to you later. doing something I've been wanting to do for a very...